Today on episode number 605 of the School of Podcasting, we've got a really cool Because of My Podcast story. We've got live interviews from the floor of PodFest. We're going to find out what does it look like a year later after you start your podcast. I've got a great resource if you want to, if you're thinking of upgrading your microphone. And I'm going to talk about really how the whole weekend made me feel and a little bit about what it's like to be roasted. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology, face your fears, and flatten that learning curve. In other words, I get you podcasting in the right direction. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. And if you go there and use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, that will save you on either a one-month subscription or a full year. And this past weekend, I was at PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando, Florida. And let's just jump right to some of the interviews I did. I really, really like this one. This is from Carol. And she's been podcasting a year. It was last year's expo that got her in the mood to actually podcast. So I wanted to hear what's it like a year later. Here's my interview with Carol. All right, I am on the very noisy floor at PodFest 2018. Got a great story. Carol from Speaking Your Brand is here, and she's been podcasting a full year. She launched her podcast last year, and she started to tell the story. I'm like, hold on, let me record this. So, Carol, take it away. So I launched my podcast right before PodFest 2017, and what people had told me and what I found to be true is that about the 9 or 10 month mark of releasing consistently every single week, I started seeing the impact the podcast was making on my listeners, on my community, which is a private Facebook group, and on just the interaction with the listeners and on my business and on the clients. So you have to stay in there. It's a long game, and now a year in, I'm seeing even more of an impact, and I know going in into year two, it's just going to be exponential growth from there. And the first six to 12 months is the hard part because you you feel like you're talking into a vacuum. You're not getting a lot of feedback from people. But hang in there because as long as you're consistent and you're providing good content and you're finding ways to bring a community of your listeners together, you'll start seeing that impact. So how do you know that the traffic you're getting is from your podcast? So I, my call to action on my podcast is for people to join my free private community. So I send them to a page on my website. They're opting into my email list. Then they get a link to the Facebook group to join that. So I'm seeing consistently the numbers go up and up every week of email subscribers and community members. Now, interestingly, my podcast download numbers are pretty consistent for the past six months. So they, I haven't seen a huge growth, but I'm seeing more engagement from the people who are listening. And that, to me, matters just as much as having a huge spike in downloads. Awesome. Where can people find your stuff? So my podcast is Speaking Your Brand and my website is speakingyourbrand.com. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dave. And you hear all the voices in the background there. And those are all awesome conversations that are just going on. And I've got some more here. I'll play here in a minute. But do you know where else you can get conversations like that? You guessed it. Podcast Movement. July 23rd through the 26th in Philadelphia, PA. It is the world's largest gathering of new and veteran podcasters or really anyone just looking to start a podcast in the right way. 
And we're talking about over 2,000 podcasters from around the world, and they're going to converge on the city of brotherly love, better known as Philadelphia, PA. And again, this is July 23rd through the 26th for three days of workshops, panels, and of course, those networking parties, those networking um, just opportunities abound. We're going to have over 100 sessions on topics ranging from the technical aspects of setting up your equipment, as well as audio production, uh, monetization, marketing, all points in between. And if that's not enough, I'll be hanging out here a lot. They're going to have over 60 vendors. So whether you are in the mood for a new microphone or you're trying to figure out which host is the best, you can come over to my uh, booth at Libsyn.com because I'll be there. And uh, really anyone who matters is going to be at this event. It's going to be amazing. And like I said, you heard the murmuring from my past weekend at a podcast event. Picture this one only bigger. So thank you, Podcast Movement, for sponsoring the School of Podcasting. And I'm here on the floor of PodFest with Kyle from the, which podcast? Merchants of Dirt. And uh, he has it because of my podcast story. I do. And uh, that is because of your podcast. Because of my podcast, I started building races more and more, and the podcast kind of grew. People wanted to build races. That led to, hey, what are you doing this podcast thing? How do I get into that? So that led me teaching someone else had a podcast, which said, hey, let's do this meetup thing. Started a meetup. People showed up. We called it GagglePod. We did it out of the community college in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and then from there led me to meet uh, Chris uh, Kermissos at DC PodFest, and I said, hey, how do I become a speaker? And he said, I have a panel just for you, and here I am. There so, you go. That's how that works. <laughs> Where can people find your stuff? So merchantsofdirt.com or gagglepod.com is the meetup. And, and uh, How do you spell gagglepod? Uh, G-A-G-G-L-E. P-O-D, oh, pod, go. just a gaggle like geese and pod like podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank, Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And that was recorded basically starting my phone. I have an iPhone, I think, 6, and starting the voice recorder and just putting the mic in front of whoever is talking. I call that the Bob Barker. And uh, this next one was recorded via a Zoom H1 and some condenser clip-on microphone, some lapel mics from a company called Giant Squid Audio. And I want to thank Kim Kragy from Toastmasters101.net. One of the great things about growing your audience is as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you have more eyes looking for content for you. And so she ran into Stephen from MikeRentals.com and said, oh, you need to talk to my buddy Dave. And when I talked to him, I was like, oh, hold on, we need to record this. And it sounds something like this. All right. Well, we are here. It's the first night of PodFest. Actually, it's not even really the first night. It's the pre-night, right. whatever. <laughs> and, and I just ran into a, a guy that's going to wait till you hear this. Steven Aruda from MikeRentals.com. That is correct. Really cool idea here. So if you're like, I'll, I'll give you an example. The folks over at Podcasters uh, Survival Guide just had a high LPR 40 and they gave it to the other co-host because it just didn't sound good on his voice. Right. And so what if you could just rent a high OPR 40, see if it works for you? Or what if you want to do your own mic shootout? Well, I can't go spend 300 bucks on a high 
300 bucks on a RE320. Pretty much the average. Uh, get the old SM7B in there. I want to test them all, and now I'm out of grand. Yeah, and if you try to return them, you're going to get charged with stocking fees or nothing at all. Right. Or you won't be able to take so them back. So how long has Mike Rentals been around? It's going to blow your mind. It's because it's, it's, it's a small company with a big name. We, we started in 2015, the spring of 2015. Excellent. It's such a great idea. Uh-huh. So walk us through the process. I'm thinking I want to try a couple microphones. What do I do? Yeah, what's well, awesome. So you just go to MikeRentals.com, and we have three different ways to browse. If you're more advanced and you know what you want, there's a search bar. You just type in what you want, and it'll pop up. The other way is uh, you can go through... You can look through, browse through all the brands of the manufacturers, or you go to this little link, little part that's called podcasting. Nice. Yeah. You click on that, and we've categorized the mics that are specifically designed, we feel like, to be used for podcasting. So the PR40s, the R, uh, EV, RE320s, and things like that. Pick your mic, pick the day you want it in your hand, pick the day you want to return it, and you're done. So you pick all your mics and it'll tell you, it'll adjust the pricing based upon the days you want it in your hand and the day you want to return it. And all that pricing, the shipping's included. So that's to you and from you. It's all on us. So if I go to rent a Heil, it's 50 bucks? That's right. It's actually uh, 40 40 and yeah, I'll drop this promo code right now. Okay. Use the promo code RENT15, and it just got lower. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. <laughs> and, okay, so now I, I do my yeah, little mic so shootout. I like the Heil. Okay, now I want to buy it. Do I send it back to you and then go to Amazon? Or you said you had some cool deal here. Yes, we do. You call. You can actually text our phone number, email us, send a carrier pigeon, any way you can get a hold of us and let us know that you want it. Don't hijack our mic. We don't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's happened before. <laughs> um, I'm just not going to give it back. Right. <laughs> that's what the sheriff doesn't, they really like going after people for us. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you just let us know you want it, and we will actually take your rental and refund at least 50% of that rental, basically an instant rebate right. to purchase your new mic. So let's just say if it was a, you know, a $40 rental, this is before that 15% discount. Right. So we'll put 20 bucks back towards the purchase of a Hile. And then, but you get to hang on to yours until your new one arrives because we don't want your workflow to get messed up. If you're like, hey, I'm going to shoot this out, I like it, but I, I need to get stuff done, right. hang on to it, wait for yours to show up, and then send ours back. So, such a great idea because I've seen people like normally it's just me and my co host, but somebody's coming in and we need an extra microphone. Do I go to Guitar That's Center? That's where a ton of our rentals come from, yeah. actually, because I'm like, you've rented from us before. Why? Did you already? Don't you already, did yeah. you already decide? He's like, no, I got three guys coming on. I need like three other SM7Bs. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to stop you from renting. Well, yeah. Why put out a grand when I can put out? Bingo. Yeah. Let's talk some mics. What's? And of course, it's always subjective. Absolutely. So if somebody said, "What's the best microphone?" You were talking about the Super Bowl. The best microphone for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, because when you're talking about $100, you're really talking about the, the stuff that's normally a handheld, like an SM58, Beta right. 58. But believe it or not, the best uh, by far to us has been the SE. Uh, that's SE Electronics. Um, they're made in England. The V7, as in Victor 7. Yeah, I was watching the Super Bowl, and I jumped out of my seat because, of course, being a mic guy, Justin Timberlake had the V7 capsule, which no one knew what the heck that was. But I felt like... The king, I took advantage of that on social media <laughs> immediately. It's like, rent these today. Anyway, for 100 bucks, that mic is simply the best. Part of it is because most dynamics are, are only made to go to about 16K. 
which you know you might seem that's that's not a lot but listen to one that goes to 19k human hearings from 20 hertz to 20k so that frequency response you'll definitely hear it and it's it's very smooth without any other additional processing being added it just for a hundred bucks that's the other thing it's a hundred dollars well that was going to be my question do you have any of like like right now in podcasting a super popular microphone is the atr 2100 from audio technica we're gonna we will be adding that okay very soon. i'm gonna say because yeah. it's i can buy it for 60 so right. on one hand it's kind of like why would you rent it just go buy it yeah now if it's we don't carry like the usb mics okay. uh, and things like that just because they're a little bit more fragile so like renting ah. them might not make any sense and again it's the the price point exactly but this would be great for somebody who's who's maybe started with that microphone they want to go maybe up to a next level kind of microphone they're not sure if they need the sm7b the pr40 or the an re20 or whatever it is yeah there's right now i believe there's at least at least nine maybe ten mics on our site that are specifically fit in the podcasting category everywhere you know of course we mentioned heil ev sure um but also like neumann as well like the bcm 104 there's a weird funkin kind of telefunkin m82 (laughs) uh Heard that one at NAM a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, and it was just kind of like okay, but I, it's one of those subjective things. Right. You got to place it in front of your voice. My voice is kind of nasally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from the Northeast originally, so I I feel like a PR40 is is mic for my voice. Okay, you know, but other people not so much. They might need a uh, PR70 781 if most females sound great on that mic. Yeah. And then again, it also depends on like how much you want to invest into the number one thing that's going to be capturing your voice is your mic. So the more money you put into that, it's just scaled based upon how you know how much of a quality you want. Exactly. But honestly, most of the podcasting uh, people that we know, they're on PR forties mostly. So uh, biggest rental that we get is the uh, Shure SM7B. It's it's crazy, but people want want to try that mic a yeah. lot, a lot. Yeah. Uh, second to that would be the EVRE20, and yeah. the third would be the PR40. It's pretty close, though. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. <clears throat> what about people outside the U.S.? Uh, not yet. Okay. Yeah, I, we have gotten requests from like Canada, and so we have tons of traffic from outside that outside mm-hmm. there because I think it's mostly because our site is so is super informative. It's not just like an advertisement for that mic. But like the descriptions are actually written all by me, and so oh, nice. I, I'm inserting my. It's not just my knowledge; it's also a combination of feedback from other customers that they might have told us something we didn't even think about when it came to uh, like a specific microphone, like or dislike. Okay. But then also we have a, a YouTube channel, which again, mic rentals is pretty easy to find. Yeah. That we go through a lot of like mic basics and and different things like that. So we just really try to educate people. Our main thing is we want to bring mics to the masses but yeah. just, and let you decide on that because I, I i would love to let you rent neumann's all day long <laughs> but that's not for everybody right yeah <laughs> excellent all right well mike rentals.com yep steven thanks for coming use the promo show. code rent 15 okay. capital r-e-n-t one five boom all one word awesome <laughs> thank you very much my friend uh, you're welcome beautiful all right now i'm gonna do something really stupid right now you ready I'm going to just talk from the heart. It's really late here. I'm really tired. And uh, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. But I wanted to to point out something that I found at PodFest. And that is, and I'm really weird about this, but I want to make a point. But I'm, I'm really weird about this and the fact that I 
I don't want this to come across as bragging, but I had some things happen to me that were just amazing. So first of all, like I, 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 when I got home, this was the first time I've come home with not being greeted by, for those that are new to the show, Bernie the cat, who was an 18-year-old cat that I had to have put down last year. And it was kind of interesting that when I saw people, and again, these events for me are a little bit like summer camp. I'm going back to see my buddies. And so many people came up to me, and the very first thing out of their their mouth was they would cock their head a little bit to the left, put their hand on my shoulder and go, I'm so sorry about Bernie. I'm so sorry about your cat. So that was uh, interesting. And it, it dawned on me that the, cause I'm like, Hey, he was 18. It wasn't a big surprise, but not only did I like my cat, but so did a lot of my audience. And so when they see me, this is kind of their first chance to officially grieve, I guess in a way. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And I had people just coming up to me and I, I was doing, when I was doing the interview with Steven from MikeRentals.com, somebody came up and said, Hey, I just wanted to say thank you. And I'm like, you're welcome. Um, what's your name? What, what do you do? And he said, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't want to interrupt. I just wanted to say thank you. And that's, mind-boggling, but the things that really blew me away was it is, I think, Wednesday, whatever my birthday was, and we were asked to stand up because I was there as a vendor with Libsyn. Yeah, this is on Thursday. And a couple people shouted out, happy birthday, Dave. And then another person, happy birthday, Dave. And then the whole room, and we're talking hundreds of people busted into happy birthday. And that was amazing in itself, but it gets even better. And that is that Jonathan Oakes from Trivial Warfare took it upon himself. to was like, hey, it's his birthday. Did anybody get him a cake? And so Jonathan went out and bought me a cake, but that's not the, 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 the one that I'm, I'm like, it's seriously one of my prized possessions at this point. He got a a card and went around to everyone and had them sign it. And I mean, it's almost edge to edge. I'm starting to lose my voice. And um, that was amazing. So thank you, Jonathan. Trivialwarfare.com. Super nice guy. And it dawned on me that... So many new podcasters, they plant their seed, they let it go 10 weeks, and then they try to harvest. And there's just more of a, you need more time than that. It's a bummer that you need more time than that, but you do. And so here I was working on websites, uh, working on speeches, whatever it is that I do, working for Lipson, you know, I'm doing all these things while I'm growing the school of podcasting, not realizing that, well, the school of podcasting is growing. And, and, and outside of actual students, there are people that listen to this show and they get enough from the free stuff to go out and start a podcast. I had somebody, the people over at Selling Sarasota, 
bought me a bottle of rum and I'm not even much of a drinker, but they said we couldn't have started our podcast, which they launched at PodFest without the school of podcasting. And I was like, okay. And so I I say this because there are times that we surround ourselves with people that we shouldn't. I'll just leave it at that, that make you feel small, make you feel insignificant. That's one of my biggest fears is to be insignificant. I, I want to leave an impact. I want to, when I was a paper boy, when I, when I left that job, I wanted the next guy coming in to go, Ooh, I gotta, I gotta follow in Dave Jackson's shoes. So I always try to do something outside of the ordinary and it's just me in a room and a microphone. And I'm finding out that not only are people listening, but it's affecting their lives. I had one person that told me that I had said something. He loved the phrase and took it and made it into its own podcast. That's amazing. I had a person who had listened to me over 13 years ago. He came into my city and I said, oh, let's do dinner or lunch. And we did. And he was quoting me from 13 years ago. Look, I don't remember what I had for breakfast, let alone what I said 13 years ago. And it was something along the lines of the four levels of mastery. And there's level one where you're clueless and you're not very good. And then step two is you're getting better, but you're taking lessons and you're you're purposely trying to get better. Uh, phase three, you actually are good, but you still kind of have to work on it a little bit. And then step four is it just comes naturally to you. And I was like, hey, that's I, I said that. That's pretty cool. And he said, yeah. And there are times when he has taught at the university level, and he uses that in his classes. So there are times when you are spreading your seed on the ground and you don't know it, but by having more lessons, more episodes, whatever you want to call them, and you're giving out this content to your audience, you don't realize that the seeds you're planting are growing. We heard Carol say how her download numbers we're not going up, but the people signing up for her course and her private Facebook group are. So this is, it shows where you are connecting with people. Sadly enough, they're not telling their friends, but the engagement is growing. And so it was really, really sunny in Orlando, Florida. But for me, it was pretty shaded because I just seemed surrounded by examples of things that I had done. And again, it sounds kind of douchey for lack of a better phrase, but it was, I just happened to be, I think at the right place at the right time with a lot of people that had had some really good upturns and they were nice enough to share those with me. So I say that we heard Carol at the beginning of this say how, you know, the first six months are pretty awful and the next ones start to pick up. So I'm here to say, don't give up. I uh, I was asked to be roasted as we start to uh, wrap this up. Asked to be roasted. And I had people go, why did you agree to be roasted? And uh, I wanted to set the example. And that example is there's only one way to know if your podcast is any good. There really is. And you're like, really, what is it? you have to put it out to your audience. 
it's not going to do any good sitting on a hard drive in your den or your closet or wherever you are. You need to get it out to people. And so there's only one way to know if you like being roasted and that's to um, be roasted. My friends were awesome. They did a great job because really my bottom line was to make people laugh. I actually got on the phone with them and gave them some kind of low hanging fruit. I was like, this would be a piece of cake. If you just, you know, here I was poor. I was, I married crazy people things of that nature, and they just ran with it. And in many cases, they didn't use anything I was talking about. But it was an amazing evening. And if I'd said no to that, I would have lost an opportunity to to grow, I guess, in a way, and to laugh. It was really, really funny. I do have a recording of it. I'm going to see if I can get the recording of it for uh, from Chris. But... It was it was a, a humbling experience, I should say, I guess, to have all those people say, yeah, you helped me. And then the roast was uh, amazing. And it was just a, a really, really great birthday. So I want to say thank you to uh, to everyone who, who helped out. Uh, the roasters, of course, were Dan D- uh, Diane Daniels, Glenn Hebert, Joe Salcihai. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I should learn this by now. Uh, Chris Kermitzos, uh, Christy Hausler, uh, Joel Sharpton, Rob Walsh, my boss from Libsyn, and Jessica Kufferman. And uh, the best thing was I could hear Elsie Escobar, another Libsyn employee and a, a friend of mine, laughing from the front row. I had a great time with uh, Harry Duran from Podcast Junkies and Zach and Master Cauldron and Mark Johansson and uh, Natalie Jennings. Uh, she's a photographer. I met her at, I think it was Podcast Movement, and just takes phenomenal pictures. She was taking pictures at the event. I know uh, Jonathan from Trivial Warfare had his pictures taken. Uh, whom Joel, um, I forget his last name, Joel Sharpton had his pictures taken. She does a really good job. And uh, I know she's going to be a podcast movement. I was talking to her a little bit and I'm going to social media marketing world here in a couple weeks. It's March 28th. And if you go out to the website, you'll see a link to that. Social media marketing world is huge. And uh, I would assume she's covering that. If not, I need to talk to uh, Mike over there and say, uh, hey, I've got a great photographer for you. So a lot of great people. And I, I probably shouldn't have named names because I'm sure I'm missing somebody. I know uh, Dr. Ryan Gray and Jen Briney were like the kings of just-in-time trips from Walgreens. Because uh, we were just hanging out on the patio night, just swapping stories and having a good old time. So you can you can plant trees today. You know, I, I'm talking here today about having a forest. Basically, I planted so many seeds that I didn't really pay attention to it. I was I was feeding them, I was watering them with my content. I turn around, I'm like, holy cow, I have a whole forest. Well, you could do that too. I urge you to start a podcast, start planting seeds today. And in five to 10 years, you'll be amazed at what comes out of the ground where you planted it. And that's the big thing that I want to always want to point out. We're talking three to five years. Uh, I know Carol this morning said around nine months. That would be great. But uh, you guys made me feel very, very special. And I deeply, deeply appreciate that. And uh, with that, I'm going to uh, call it a night and go get some sleep. 
And in the next episode, I've got a bunch of resources that I ran into at uh, PodFest that I'll be talking about, as well as anything you would like to hear. So thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care. God bless.